Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm Yutunde, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutunde, ready to talk about maximizing your network? Yes, definitely. So I, I think we probably want to start out by defining what we mean by maximizing, right? Because there's a lot of pieces to networking. I know we've done a couple episodes already about networking, um, but there are certain things that we really want to make push forward, especially as we enter summer and people are looking for internships. And, you know, this is such a great time to ta- revisit this topic. So how would you um, explain what networking is to someone, to a student? You know, for at the beginning, just to kind of, I think you're right to define networking. And I think I always look at it like, an opportunity to have people that you can connect with about anything, maybe that you want to know a little bit more about. And this could be instructors, counselors, friends, parents, your friends. Um, I think, it, you know, alumni, um, people in the industry that you just kind of reach out for an informational interview and I think that would be kind of how I would define networking uh, or your network that you can start with and grow. And I feel like, honestly, it's the easiest when you're in college because everybody's kind of like usually in the same. Pl- a lot of people are in the same place. So you're able to kind of talk to each other. You're able to sometimes gravitate towards other friends, make new friends and expand that. What do you think? Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think especially uh, more or less what you've just said is that your network exists in in parts, right? So we're going to be diving into all of that over the next few weeks. So you mentioned, you know, basically like your community, right? So it's not just people you know from school, but it's people you know at your volunteer position or at, you know, church places near your home, church. Yeah, those are parts of your network, right? So your community, but it's also your instructors. It's also your alumni. It's also your, 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 your friends, but like that you went to school with, right? So your classmates, um, right? So there are different parts to it and there are different ways that you want to manage each of those, right? Manage and grow each of those, right? So the way you grow your community, as far as like, you know, your church or your volunteer is, you know, consistently being consistent, right? And so, and meeting new people and making sure that you volunteer for different events and you attend events, right? Because you can be part of a community, but not be engaged. So there are different ways to manage each part, right? And so those are the kind of things we're going to be talking about over the next few weeks. What you said right there was very, very important, the engagement piece. Right. Because you're absolutely right. You could have this amazing network, but if you don't try to engage with that network, not much is going to come out of it. And so those components of networking, I feel, you know, of those people that you have in your network. If you don't utilize them, unfortunately, I don't know if I'd call it a network necessarily, right? Because a network, I feel like they want to help. They want to provide support. They really do. But sometimes we have to ask. And, you know, there can be all kinds of different reasons. You know, culturally, sometimes I come from a background where sometimes we just put our head down and work. 
And so sometimes it's difficult to kind of network because you feel like you don't want to be asking anybody for a favor. But in reality, I feel like what you're doing is you're just kind of trying to learn a little bit more and put yourself out there. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when you consider I what I've noticed that a lot of students do when in terms of like max, not maximizing their network, not engaging right to the engaging point is that I find students will meet someone who can be a really great resource, right? And then never reach out to them again. (laughs) (laughs) And I just want to make the point that part of what we're going to, you know, unpack in the next, you know, in our next few episodes is you don't want a situation where you meet someone and then you never contact them again until it's time to ask for something, right? You want to, you definitely want to, just reach out and just send an email for hello or send out an email of happy, you know, Valentine's Day or whatever it is. I, I mean, not necessarily that, but just, you know, hope your summer's going well or hope your holidays are going well. Just something just so they remember who you are. Right. Because when it's time to ask for that recommendation letter or when it's time to ask for that work opportunity, you don't want that to be the first time in six months that you're reaching out. Wow, what you said is just really important, right? Because nobody wants to feel like they're just being used as a network, mm-hmm. right? And even mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. included, like I sometimes when my students reach out, like I'm going to help them 110%. But if I haven't heard from you for like a year and you're asking me for a letter of rack, I'm also, I have to kind of think back in my head, okay, like depending on how well we knew each other, right? How can I write you this really strong support? If we haven't met in over a year. Right. Right. Exactly. And so, Mm -hmm. um, however, if you have, if it has been a while, maybe you're not asking them right away for that letter of rec. Maybe you're asking to reconnect first, get to know them again, get acquainted again, and then you could start asking them on opportunities for networking or job opportunities or volunteer opportunities because we get it like sometimes y'all get busy and like as a counselor like I understand like I remember when I was in school like you all get really busy but put in some of that effort to keep those connections going is so much easy easier than trying to reach out after a year and I just like you said, I think this is the best way to maximize your network is by keeping those connections strong. What do you say to those students or people that are a little more introverted? Like me. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because it takes a little more effort, right? It you does. tell me. It does. Yeah. Well, I think it, it's about... Uh, being really clear as to um, the reason why, right? So knowing your why. I reach out and say hello and because I appreciate when people do that for me. And I know that I'm much more willing to help someone who does that. So because of that, and I know that I'm the one that's going to need a job or need something in the future, the onus is on me to, to reach out. Right. So first, knowing your why, why you're reaching out, you're not just doing it just because you're doing it because long term, there's a long term benefit to it. That's first. Second thing is practice getting out of your comfort zone. Right. So your network is not going to be the first place where you're practicing your social skills. Right. 
join a club, a, a student club, uh, go to that movie premiere that your school is showing, right? Where you don't have to know anyone, but you're just going to that event. Um, if there is some sort of um, Saturday event that your school hosts where you can volunteer to work as a tour guide or as a um, student rep or something like that, attend those. Those give you opportunities to speak to people, meet the public, you know, meet other students without pressure of someone judging or someone getting to know you, right? You're just there just for the purpose of the event, right? So for example, our school hosts a Saturday event every single spring. And sometimes people show up who aren't even working. They're not even part, you know, they're just there because, hey, school's open on a Saturday. I can guarantee you your campus offers something similar. You don't have to be there for any specific reason other than just to meet people, other than just be there. So practice getting out of your comfort zone. I would say those two things are really important if you're naturally introverted. And then I would say, you know, it's okay to be introverted. Like most people are shy. Most people do not immediately reach out um, and that's okay. But you want to practice that there are some, some points, some times where you'll need to. And, you know, you want to get, be okay with that. Be aware of that. And that's such great advice. And I think that's part of the college experience and being able to grow and learn. Because by doing that a little bit more and pushing out yourself outside your comfort zone, I believe that's where the learning happens and the growing happens. At the end of the day, you know, you're going to want to work after, right? Either you graduate from your bachelor's or your master's or your PhD program or your professional degree program. Like, yes, like you want to go ahead and practice that piece. Um, I also really love what you're saying about like those different events that are on campus. I think mm -hmm. maybe what we can do in one of our future episodes is like, how do you approach those events? What are things that, that students have either told us or maybe that we would do? to create a new network just by going to that event, right? Because sometimes I do feel like as a student, I remember it was really difficult for me too. And for a variety of reasons, you know, just being first gen, again, I don't know, I didn't know these things. So I think it will be a really, really good opportunity to kind of, hey, let's, let's get you our listeners. How do we start those conversations to network? And so you today, what would be your one thing for maximizing your network? Um, my one thing would be, like you mentioned about being naturally introverted, I would say identify the one area you really want to focus on, right? So we're going to talk about the components. So I would say you want to focus, you want to pick out the one area you really want to work on as we unpack these components. So is it working on your personal community, right? I.e. like your church, or is it working on your school networking opportunities, i.e. your career center, right? And then really focus on that one thing. And as we, as we talk more about it, what would you say is the one thing for you? 
Oh, I really like what you just said right now, because I feel like if you connect with that community organization or if you connect with that career center and you're pushing yourself, you don't have to get good at everything at one time. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm just going to go off yours. Yeah, maybe I should go. (laughs) Maybe I should go second more often. (laughs) I'm excited for this series. I think listeners, you want to download these and save them, maybe listen, listen to them over and over again. Right? Because, oh gosh, networking, you're going to need it your whole life, y'all. Absolutely. Right? Yep. It doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be for different things in different stages of your lives. And I feel like I'm saying that now. <laughs> 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 All right, listeners. So please rate, review, and subscribe. We really are looking to uh, increase our followers. So we'd really appreciate it if y'all rate, review, and subscribe. It's in date. Do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at CC underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at CC and sensibility at gmail.com. That's CC and at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.